Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Creative Imbalance Podcast. This episode, we have my boy, Sandeep Don Johnny, in the studio, and uh, he is a comedian. He was a finalist in this year's Comedy Brawl, which is a huge thing. Over 300 comedians entered, and he came in fourth place. He talks about that experience. We talk about some other things. And later on in the episode, we are joined by Ira Goldman. Ira Goldman is an actor and a man who wears many other hats. And same with Sandeep and same with myself. And we actually uh, all cross paths in the battle rap universe doing jobs that are not comedy or acting. Um, Sandeep and Ira were on the business side and I was more on the production side. And it was cool to sit down with Ira because I've seen his face, but I never really got to sit down and talk to him. And he tells some hilarious stories from working at a jazz club and even being casted recently as O.J. Simpson. And yeah, that's a story and a half. This is a really funny one with a lot of laid back conversations. I felt like I could have talked to these two forever. And uh, yeah, we actually did talk forever. And you guys are getting a shorter version of uh, what happened in the studio. And right now uh, I'm thinking like I haven't even listened to it back. But there's a lot to go through as I say this. And you guys are going to get a chopped down version But, uh, yeah, thanks again for tuning in. Now hit the music. Live from Pacific Junction Hotel, Girth Radio. I am back with my boy, Sandeep. Sandeep. What up, podcast world? How you doing today, man? I'm doing all right, man. Just uh, here in the booth with you, looking at the fine people out there. No one's paying attention to us because they're all watching The Walking Dead. Uh, spoiler alert. Glenn dies. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. ruined that. I ruined the series for everyone right now who's paying attention but, right now. But you know what? You missed the beginning too. Somebody else died too. Yeah, somebody else died. So uh, if you want to ruin that for someone, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Glenn is dead as fuck though. By yeah, the way, yeah, like yeah, his yeah. eyeball was popping out and shit. Like, yeah, I think the makeup department needed to something to throw on his face, you know. And hey, it's easier to make something pop out than pop in. You know what I mean? Like, it's easy to throw a layer on there. I'm glad he died. I haven't watched Walking Dead in three years, but I'm happy somebody I know died. So like, I was looking at the screen and I got a little shock, even though I don't follow. Yeah, you're. Show. you're I was like, oh, the, one of the three people I know on that show got. Yeah, fucking... I keep forgetting you're a couple seasons behind yeah. but uh heads up his wife is now single <laughs> on uh, the downside Bellas? she yeah but on the downside she's got a kid so that's uh that's oh, a that's baggage then yeah i think they had a baby or like uh i think she's pregos she's pregos you know, it's Hollywood pregnancy, so she looks still amazing. <laughs> yeah. But it could be Walking Dead world where everyone is starving all the time because there's no society and no, let's face it, the cycle of food is pretty tight out there, I'm sure. Yeah, for sure, man. But, dude, I'm, uh, I'm so stoked to have you on here, and I was purposely not asking you all week about your comedy bar- brawl experience. Wow, this is this but is amazing. I'm purposely being avoided just, for this just one moment. for this moment right this, now. Yeah, this is yeah. a pretty big moment, and... Um, yeah, so you were in the finals 
of how many comedians? 300 and... I, don't, I think it's approximately... I think there were six or seven rounds with ten comics per round. I think that works out to... And only two or three... Yeah, two go forward, three go forward at most per round. Yeah. So I'm not, someone's got to calculate the math. So I'm going to say about a million comics. I'm going to go with a million. That seems, that seems reasonable to me. Yeah, that's, that's insane. <laughs> well, I described Comedy Brawl as... It made me feel like... Like a U.S. senator, I'm not writing legislation or by writing jokes. I'm cold calling people and getting them to come to show up and voting for me. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm just, I'm like, I'm just, I'm just working the phones trying to get. Hey, are you coming out to vote? You know, like it's a, uh, it's a combination of that and also working on your material. That's for sure. Uh, you do a lot of sets, obviously, as a buildup, and the further you go, the more committed you are to the process. And uh, I was lucky to get this far because the guys in the show with me are semi-pro guys who are you know full time in this game. While I've been half-assing it for years but it was an honor to be on the finals and uh fourth place was all right but uh you know i would have loved to have been champion with here talking to you guys but fourth place out of 300 yeah something. i'm gonna go with the million thank you yeah, thank you no, that's amazing dude i entered it last year and uh i had like such a good experience especially like uh since like when you move on to it gave me like an excuse and intensity to try to up my last stuff and it was like the comedy brawl like i suggest anybody who uh wants to get into comedy or is just kind of like dabbles in comedy you gotta enter that stuff it'll condition you and everything like how did you feel going through this one with so many rounds and well i mean i uh first of all i mean uh it was a it, it's a great contest i think uh out of I, I, again, uh, every comic, I got to up my material. That's for sure. I need to be testing out. I need to be writing every day, and I'm not doing that. And mm -hmm. that's a problem as well. Do you, I mean, as a comic, do you write every day? Or, or do you, I mean, for me, I have a moment of something funny in my life, and I write it down. That moment. But do I spend, you know, like Jerry Seinfeld says, you got to write an hour of comedy every day. You wake up, you write an hour. Mm -hmm. I don't do that enough. Yeah. I don't do that. I don't have I, that discipline either, and like... I think about it too. I'm like, I should be doing this, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah. And one thing as well, we're going through the contest and, you know, we had a great headliner and you see the stage presence, you see the flow of material, you see the story arcs, you see the callbacks, you see, you you go through the, you see pros up there who are doing an amazing job in their stage presence. And for me, I, um, my material could have improved, but my stage presence was an easy up that I kind of wish I, I kind of got flabbergasted in the second half of my set but yeah. otherwise uh, it was a good show also I wish I trained people who came out to vote for me a little better <laughs> um, I was I should I should have done a, you know you get to you vote for first second and third place which is kind of a, a better system because uh, no matter what even if your friends there you're voting for two other comics as well and that makes it even so in the end the process the funniest guy shows up on top you know what I mean so uh, mm -hmm. for me uh I was gonna tell my I was gonna tell my parents who actually showed up with the show. I'm like, hey, vote me first place, and then the worst two comics, second and third guys, because none of them <laughs> just don't, fucking yeah. rig it, rig it, oh rig it. Yeah, yeah. Donald Trump, it's, that shit. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah. I, I, I was like, I was like Donald Trump. I refuse to acknowledge this loss. The <laughs> yeah. system is rigged. No, I mean, um, congratulations to Fode for winning that uh, the battle, and there were so many amazing comics. I was just honored to be there in the final round. It hopefully um, I'm gonna try next year, but it, it's a big commitment. When you get to that level, you're, I was doing sets every night, trying to get ready for it, trying mm -hmm. to get my stage presence right, trying to get that material cleaning up, and I was honing some stuff as I went along. Most of my set was the same, but certain things you cut, you add, you cut, you add, you keep working on. It. It's a process. Yeah, definitely. And like, I find the more like you do a set, I used to do this thing where I, like 
I'd always have like the same group of friends come out and see me, so I try to switch it up. But like sometimes that's like a bad thing. <laughs> like I noticed like just within myself, like uh, like I need to really like fucking condition with a solid like fucking ten minutes or something, and then feel comfortable about it because I find like my big problem like especially lately since I haven't been doing it a lot I go up there and it's just like it's less me like getting into the performance and it's me having a battle with my memory I'm just like oh shit okay what's the segue here it's like okay I got it yes that worked they're laughing yes and then oh fuck I stumble and like every every comic if you look to talk to the seasoned guys they've got memory techniques they got stuff that they do and how they remember things I use keywords and but there are other ways of doing there, there's so many memory tricks you can do and for yeah. some people it comes natural because they're story arcs about your own life yeah yeah you know, it takes a trigger word for me to like, you know, Allah Akbar, and I'm thinking about that one joke about a jihadist on a plane. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that one I, word. I like that bit of yours, by the way. Oh, too. thank yeah. you. It's uh, cool. And I, I've seen you do that bit over the year as well. And like and, every, you know every what? time I see you, the more ter- more people, more terrorists blow up shit. The more that material works with people around us. You know what I mean? Like so, it kind of it's kind of it's a timeless joke for me nowadays. Yeah, but I, I felt like as I've seen you do that joke so many times, like usually when I see a comedian do the same joke over and over again, I'm like. I'm getting bored by it, but I I saw you improving it. Just like wh- whether it's like your cadence or like you say a sentence a certain way, and like every time, like I'm like I know the punchline, but I'm still like start laughing because you just uh, I don't know. It, it, it's cool to see like your material build like that as well. Yeah, you uh, a, a joke is kind of it it it, mo- it morphs it grows with you it, it's organic it's not something that stays it's not permanently written in stone sometimes you got to yeah. change it up a little bit and that's true of anything mm-hmm. i think it's kind of like your resume it changes with you and it changes along with you as as your, as life goes on it's static if you will yeah that's but a good um, i mean i would love to uh, i mean hopefully i can i'll make it this far next year uh, but uh, it's going to be a tough uh, round next year, I'm sure. The, the amount of talented comics out there in the game right now is amazing. Mm-hmm. And the community is just growing and growing and growing. If you're a part of this Toronto stand-up community page, you'll see the thousands of people out there. And you and you and and it's familiar faces. Yeah, yeah. And people from every facet of life. Transgender, gay, different, you know, black, white, you know, brown. That's what's awesome about Toronto. Yeah, everyone's got a, everyone's got a whole different perspective on, on a different thing. And, and the thing is, no matter where you're from, our community is so inclusive as well between ourselves Mm -hmm. because we have that one common thing of is, hey, I think I'm funny and I'm going to sell, tell people jokes. But, uh, I'm, uh, it's it's gonna you know what it's I'm hoping I can make it this far. It was a big commitment this year, uh, dragging people out and coming people. Yeah, you know, and it takes almost a whole year this competition. Like it's almost like, yeah, it starts at the beginning of the summer and then ends it off uh, right now in September, just the end of September. But uh, and you're and you're going for quite a few rounds. And the one perk is now that I've reached this far is that and I think if you've passed the first couple rounds, get to this point, you are you missed the first two rounds or one round. You got to confirm that with Ian Atlas at Comedy Raw. But uh, yeah. you 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 skip a round or two if you've been this far and they just get you into the finals I mean into the core not the quarters but a couple rounds ahead you don't have to go through the entire process yeah and shouts out to Ian Atlas like this is such like a cool little thing and it kind of builds the comedy community I wish I thought of it that's an amazing I I wish I had thought of it but yeah and uh, I think they're working on a new venue right now but the venue we did it was a beautiful church at 218 Bathurst I believe and uh, it was a great space 300 people we sold out seats it was uh, it was amazing a lot of big crowd everyone came to laugh everyone was amazing 
amazing. I don't think there was a comic that was at this point. Everyone was hilarious. Yeah, and our headliner was amazing. Yeah, you so, got to be to make it that far. It's just like the top nine of like fucking three hundred and twenty people. Yeah, that's insane. Like, that's that had to be a fucking good show. Oh, I wish you made it out. Actually, Sean, yeah. thanks for coming out. You came out to more than one of my sets, so I really do appreciate yeah, it for coming always, out and support. Always support when I can, man. And uh, yeah, I, I felt bad I couldn't make it to the final. Like, no, no, dude, it's like a, it's a big fucking day, man. You know, you're, you're a real you're the homie too, man. <laughs> yeah, king of the dot squad well, to the core, obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, uh, you know, you're a real comic when you have no more friends showing up. Like again, I got to show up to a show. You know what I mean? That's when you know you're like, okay, I'm doing this for way too long because <laughs> no one will come and support me because they've you know they've been to a million shows. That's how you know you've been out there for a while. Yeah, conditioned. Uh, when did you start doing comedy, or do you remember the moment when? And you're like, I want to try this. Uh, I, I always thought I was funny. I mean, I grew up in a neighborhood with a lot of funny guys. Mm-hmm. But being funny and then being willing to do what we do is a different story. There are a million guys who are funny. Yeah. How many of them are willing to go on a stage and tell people jokes? That's a different story altogether. Mm-hmm. We all have that buddy in our t- in our squad of friends who's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Who feeds off everyone, who's got great energy, but delivering that on a stage to random people is a different game it's altogether. It's such a different thing, and it's it's so hard to explain to somebody unless they actually try and do it. It's just, you can even, like, feel funny, and then you do, like, your first set, and you're like, whoa, whoa, like, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. And, like, stepping on the stage, you learn, for the first time, you learn so many different lessons and just, like, speaking to an audience. And and so much about being on that stage is about stage presence. It's about body language. It's about just handling the mic stand, you know, like, just being out there and being comfortable projecting mm-hmm. and, and that's half the battle as well it's not just materials but delivering it in a proper way and delivering in a way that you're confident about it and yeah, the way definitely. the energy you want to go with but for me um I started doing comedy at Second City. I did the, one of the writing classes. I studied improv there for a little bit. Oh, okay. Part, just as a hobby. And I just, one of the things I, they get you is they get you a set at Absolute Comedy. And I loved it. I, I loved doing the material. And I liked it being something different about myself. You know what I mean? Everyone else, it's something that sets you apart. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, people like, people appreciate someone who's got something creative about themselves I, I mean I'm my day job is an accountant I'm doing my MBA at U of T and uh, because of this they actually University of Toronto at the School of Rotman asked me to host their no talent show and like things like that open up for you because you're someone who's had a creative outlet you've hosted shows before I used to host an open mic in Richmond Hill at uh, King Henry Arms shout out to people at Richmond big Hill ups. Ontario big ups to Richmond Hill Richmond <laughs> Yeah, Richmond Hill is a great town. You know, we are we're all not only known for uh, that all Asian dance crew called Bag of Rice, but we got uh, more than that as well. Like, <laughs> is uh, that a real thing? Or that's a real thing. We had an all Asian dance crew in my high school called Bag of Rice, and I'm like, amazing wow. name. Is it racist if I like giggle when you say that? It's like <laughs> they came up with it. They I, came up with the I name, and it's did, a brilliant. I, I feel like I'm not allowed to laugh at that. The bag of rice. You're allowed to laugh at anything. But the one thing I got to say, when I, when I was doing a set at the University of Toronto, or like any university campus, you, you it's a little bit more less free speech than it was a couple of years ago. A lot of comics have talked about this, but you got to be appropriate with your material on, on university campuses now more and more, which kind of sucks a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's one of the things that we live with today. So it's a little tough to do the more risque stuff when you go on a, on a campus. Yeah, That's one thing like I learned you, in my process. Do you just like scratch out that terrorist bit when you go to campus? Actually, that's not really, like... I find, like, lots of those situations, they get triggered with swear words and stuff. Like, you can... Yeah, I I think, um... 
I think it depends on your material. I had to get my stuff a little vetted before I said it. Mm-hmm. One joke I was trying to make is um, for MBA program, it's not your uh, GMAT score or your grade score that matters. It's your credit score. Uh, that's the one that matters. They're like, you can't say that. Uh, like, <laughs> well, I mean, like it was like because uh, you can't make fun of the school, and I get that. I'm but, gonna... but it's like that's just like so true to them. That's like the stuff they'll they'll find funny because they're like, yeah, I know my credit's yeah. fucked right now, and like that's. But yeah, I guess you gotta like play the game to get the paycheck. And you situations. do. I, you know what? And I would love to work on some you know clean material. Like I'd love to do, I, I would, and that's that's what sells. If you wanted the corporate gig, you got to come up with some clean stuff. We, we both know Scott Jackson. Yeah, yeah, and Scott oh, Jackson, he's brilliant. He's I brilliant. Need, I need to get him in here as well. Oh, you got to get Scotty in here, and he's yeah. he's brilliant. And I know Scott back in the day, and we both do when he was a battle rapper, and then he joined beatboxing, and now the guy does so many corporate gigs because beatboxing. It's not being saying anything to escape, but we've been to some battles where people have said, I'm have, I've got a battle coming up. Yes, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we've heard, like, come on, we've heard verbal abuse on a different level compared to the average folk. Yeah, you know, like, we're desensitized by it. Like, desensitized. It's like I'm talking about someone who will verbally murder someone, murder them. Yeah. Their children, their parents, their their spouse. I've, I've seen, we've been up there and someone's drawn a doodle of Muhammad up there. Yeah. Like, we've seen, like, the level of, like, ridiculousness that no one can compare. More detailed than com- comedy's ever gotten. Yeah. Comedy's gotten and, less. And safer. I have to mention uh, that uh, to the people listening that me and Sandeep, uh, we also, like, around the comedy, we know each other from King of the Dot Entertainment. And uh, he's the account guy, and I'm one of the videographers over there. And, uh, and yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> That being said, yeah, you're saying, like, just with the offensiveness we've seen. Yeah, like, nothing can skate, like, uh, nothing can skate us. Yeah, nothing. it's insane. It's insane. Yeah. I, I think people think comedy is, like, you know, I, I've always realized that comedy's got that spectrum of being completely uplifting to beyond cruel. Mm-hmm. Not even in a rap battle, I gotta say, nothing is more hurtful to someone. It's not a gun bar and like I'm gonna gat you or cut you. It's if you get a crowd to laugh at someone cruelly. Yeah, that is more Im- immensely cruel than anything else. Mm-hmm. Just like in life. Yeah. Sometimes, like when I'm editing those videos, <laughs> like I'm, I'm like I said, I'm desensitized by it. Yeah. But I'll have a moment, and just in the middle, it's like I'm just like in the middle of a battle and like hfk or somebody's is like ripping like somebody in the worst fucking way possible and then i just have a snap in my brain i'm like what am i doing with my life <laughs> like yeah shout outs to hfk who i need him to help me with my bars if you're listening to this so <laughs> yes and speaking of uh uh what, what's the date of the show uh, I kind of don't want anyone to come, but 29th on Halloween, it's going to be a tough night for everyone. Everyone's got a million things going on that night, but uh, I'm battling uh, Dan Gibbs. Yes, and he is a creative and balanced podcast alumni. You yeah. can go back and see his episode with the Baby Gang. The Baby Gang. So this is crazy to me, too, because you two are like some of the nicest people I know, and you're my friends, and then you guys are just going to be up on the stage like <laughs> trying to kill each other, which is fucking entertaining in my opinion but I am gonna murder this guy I just hope all prepared to raise his kids together (laughs) (laughs) no Gibbs and me we go back but that one thing about being in the King of the Dot squad is that it's bars we have a a, like a defense mechanism we got thick skin it doesn't hurt us Mm -hmm. it's it's in a battle you're supposed to rip someone a new one you're supposed to hit that soft point yeah 
and uh, Danny Gibbs has got tons of soft points. Let's face it. Let's. Uh... I uh, I am gonna just. I'm not. I don't. I'm not gonna leak anything. But I had a conversation with him, and he seems to be taking this very seriously. Like, very, very seriously. Like, like he's, he's one of. The, I think he's just, like he's the, one of the nicest people I know. Gibbs I think hand. he's gonna just take all the years of suppressing just fucking anger or what little dark thoughts he puts to the back of his head and it might just come out on you Sandy like that's, I'm just giving you a fair warning. I, I gotta like, listen listen I gotta cut if I don't come prepared that's fair Dan Gibbs is the nicest guy in the world so nice that it's semi-creepy oh we got a what special up, ladies? what up Leo? we got a special we got guest a buffet, the... too much food where's, where's your buddy <laughs> uh, yeah, he's, he's pulled into his bar thank you very much uh, this is the most interesting Mexican food served in Asian containers I've ever seen. Mexican, or it's uh, not Mexican exclusively. It is just Spanish and Caribbean inspired. Cuisine. Spanish and Caribbean. I, I wish cuisine. this was a video cast just to see Kayla's face every time we I try to get her on the mic. She's just like, <laughs> no, run away. Shoutouts to Kayla for giving us booze and food all like, the time. Like Thank I you. Say every episode, the real hero of the show keeps us hydrated and going. Nice and boys. You the best. <laughs> all right. Look at this. Feast. So we got a yeah, huge feast in front of us. So this we're is going to be a pause for the cause. Yeah. We're going to play some music. And... Yeah, we're going to come back in a sec, folks. Don't go anywhere. Ghost Radio.
officer charged after online remarks about death of an Inuit artist? Come on. For, like, tweeting about an Inuit artist being dead? First of all, I'm surprised she's alive because most Inuit women get murdered. Am I right? Is that how the radio is? I'm like, oh, I'm native and a woman. Aren't you supposed to be murdered? (laughs) Man, uh, something I wanted to ask you... uh... Are we recording again? Is that actually yeah, on the thing? Okay, great. That's going to come back to haunt me. That's yeah. great, yeah. People are going to steal your material. Yeah. Speaking of writing, how how does it compare writing for a battle rap to um, to stand-up? I think uh, writing for uh, like a rap battle compared to writing for stand-up is much more focused. You have a you have a target. You're like a heat-seeking missile. Yeah. You're meant to destroy this human being, and all the you you go through their Twitter, you go through their Instagram, you go through their Facebook, you go through all those resources, their Snapchat, and you decompose them as a human being. What are the what are the what are the soft tar- What are the soft spots? Oh, you you know your brother has epilepsy. Okay, let's bring that up. <laughs> Shakes <laughs> you, McGavin here. You know what you, I mean? Like, I feel like. Uh... Like do, getting prepared for the show coming up, um, is it taking you to like a very darker place than you're used to being in, like uh, in a mind frame? I, I mean, it is, but it also talks about yourself in comparison to that person as well. You're looking at yourself, where your weak targets are. Yeah, where where your soft spots are. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to make that. I have this joke about uh, black dick, white credit. <laughs> <laughs> the best right. of both worlds. So I like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> and like, but the thing is, amazing. Gibbs has got a couple soft spots. I think. I mean, I'm not going to talk about the battle too much because we have we. He's my enemy. I don't want to give him any fodder. But yeah, apparently, yeah. he's preparing the entire like KKK from Cambridge is coming down with him. I guess you know he like. <laughs> <laughs> so he's bringing up the entire clan. The, literally, the suburbs. The down. suburbs. Yeah. Uh, I hope he's not charging you an Uber ride on the way down here. Oh, no. Okay. okay. But Dan. He also, he's also a Uber driver. Like, <laughs> oh, I can. I never even thought of that angle. Oh, you didn't think of that? That's, that's an amazing angle. That's I, I gave him an angle on you. <laughs> Did you really? I, I didn't give him bars, but I'm what like. What was the no, angle? Curiosity. I forget. No, you'll. you'll if no, you, what was the wait, angle? Wait, you know the heads up. I forget what it was. But when I said it, he's like, oh, I uh, I kind of got something like that for him. I'm like, okay. What is it related to? Now I'm so curious. Travis, I showed, I, I, showed, like, I showed Travis Organic, the founder of King of the Dot, some of my bars yesterday before we went to like the club. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, some of them were good. He's like, you got to up it a little bit. And him and Yuri are making a side bet for like a rack. Really? Yuri's like, Dan Gibbs is going to murder this guy. And Travis like, I heard his bars. Shit. I think he's in a little bit of trouble. I think he's, I think I, I, for me, writing is not the problem. It's going to be the memorization. It's not as, for the for the battle rap situation, it, from my understanding, again, I'm not a battle rapper. This is going to be my second battle. Yeah. First battle I ever did was against Disaster, which I'm honored to. Ah, at this, remember that battle? About that. Remember that staff party yeah. battle that I, I, I choked? I footage of you. Oh, God. Disaster. Please destroy that footage. No, I'll give it to you. In the- <laughs> <laughs> like, but, but uh, like, yeah, yeah, I, I want to like F- give fun a big to King of the Dot about this is what they do uh, after like a lot of our bigger shows. We have a staff party and there's some performances or whatever. We do different things. We do we either do like we do uh, we last time we did comedy because of you, which I appreciate. Everyone did one thing about battle rappers. They think they're funny. I mean, uh, and they are funny. But yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm always reminded of that Dave Chappelle quote where mm-hmm. like 
comedians wish they were musicians. Musicians think they're funny. Yeah, yeah. They want to be comedians. They want to be but, comedians. Yeah, they, vice versa. Exactly. So for, it's, it's kind of the same true. thing with battle rappers. They uh, they think they're... And there's a, there's a bit of comedy in there. Yeah. And uh, a couple of these staff parties, which is absolutely fucking hilarious because all like professional battle rappers, the best in the world, they're all in the room. And they'll like put together like some tournament and then just sign up people who aren't rappers like they'll put sandeep against disaster who is the best battle rapper in, in the, the world. world yeah uh what else is like you have like a merch guy against oh battle rap chris who's a journalist battle just, rap chris yeah they give him dumbfounded <laughs> like oh battle rap chris did pretty good against dumbfounded i gotta yeah. say and, and, and it's just well. hilarity like everybody's just hammered and uh yeah, we don't release the battles, but ah, they're, they're, it's a private event for most of us. And yeah. some of the people who are really hardcore fans who come out to it because it's a long, you know, we do the press conference on Thursday. We do we do eight hours of battle rap on Friday. Another eight hours on Saturday. And you're drinking, you're hanging out. It's it, You're on your feet for like 24 hours straight. You're exhausted. By Sunday comes around, half the people are trying to fly out of the country and go to LA or New York or wherever they're from, you know, like the UK. Yeah. And so it's, it's a long weekend for us. And it's kind of the last night we kind of hang out together and just chill and it's a little more casual and it's always fun to get along with the staff and we've been we've known each other for years because we, we we've been around the place on the, around the block in multiple cities all the time together mm -hmm. so now that you got dan gibbs coming up like i'm just thinking like you can't be too stressed because you just had the worst you had like a guy who ends careers, Mr. Disaster, up in your grill, and now it's like... I'll be honest, that battle... Conditioned. <laughs> that battle, I was supposed to battle Yuri Ovio Bayer, uh, <laughs> and unfortunately, he backed out. I get it. It's showing up for a firing squad. I don't blame him. I mean, I was uh, ready to murder him as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, Yuri, unfortunately, is uh, going to be Dan Gibbs' biggest advocate, so I can, oh, I can so see... So you guys still got the rivalry. You know what? There's a story. There's like... Uh... I just see, like, the montage in my head, like, you know, when they're, like, you see a commercial for a WE pay-per-view, it's just, like, like, two years in the making, and then they have the drama that didn't happen, you were ready for Yuri, he leaves, and then he's behind Dan, I, I like, like, I like the I'm whole, coming for you! And like, I, I do enjoy the Dan Gibbs portion where you're, like, he's the nicest guy in the world, so he's got everything bottled up, I can see that as well. Oh, yeah. He's this, so nice. This it's, is his moment to shine, or... What's the opposite of shining? This is his moment to cast darkness upon the entire planet. Oh, I, I hope he goes there. Too. I hope he shows. I, I hope he shows up. I hope he shows up in costume because I am. Oh shit! I'm so confident that I'm gonna come dressed as a clown. No, no, no. but like it's Halloween. Dan Gibbs. I'm sure he's gonna come up with some kind of outfit. Mm -hmm. I hope he does. That'll make it more fun. What are you going for Halloween this year, by the way? Fuck, I, I don't have any plans. I know there's something going on in the station here. I'm trying to get some beatboxers in here and hit up our friend Philly D. And, uh, yeah, maybe have, like, a little show in here. And, yeah. Um, yeah, you're welcome. Halloween's pretty packed for me this week, Friday, Saturday. And my birthday is on Thursday. No, oh, sorry, the Friday, the Friday. Fuck. Don't, but, like, I hate my birthday. I don't know about you, but I hate it. But oh, I'm the same way. It's like, I find people are more excited about my birthday than I am. I'm like, ah, oh, it's just another day. But... Again, I, I get excited for other people's birthdays. Me too, but I hate days. getting old. I hate it. How old are you now? Do you want to say? On no, no, no. I'm 27. I'm going to go with that age, that fake yeah, age. That's, that's fine. One. I keep updating my Wikipedia page and rolling that clock back further <laughs> yeah. and further. I mean, rolling it up further and further, I mean. So you're like a 90s baby now? Uh, I'm the, born the same year as Taylor Swift. That's why I love her music. 
<laughs> favorite song. Don't put me in a spot. I don't listen to Taylor Swift. <laughs> Name a yeah. Taylor Swift song. Jesus, I could never like. Uh, I'm guessing there's a breakup song in there. He was the one. Is that a song? I don't know. I'm making that up as I go along. I can tell you listen to like a lot of diverse shit. You know how? Facebook. Oh and, yeah. And you, it doesn't say you're going to events. You click when you're interested on something. Yeah. And I, I I find a lot of people don't do that, but I always see you pop up, and I'm like, oh, that's that'd be a good show. I, but then it, you know it'd what? be like a hip hop show, and then a metal show, and then like all this different. Actually, stuff. the last band I saw was Die Antwood. Okay. And they were a cool South African hip hop group. But yeah, before yeah. that, I went to go see a country band. I think I went to go see the old '97. I, I like diverse music. I like. I mean, when you're part of a rap battle thing, it's a very unique subculture of a subculture. Yeah. But for me, I like a wide range. And interested, I only do that because I assume that I'm not going to see the event unless I click interested. Yeah, you forget about it. You forget about it. It won't come up on your page. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? This might be something cool if I decide, hey, on a random Tuesday, I want to do something and it's something cool. And you're right. Everyone comments on that. I I I follow what Sandeep says on on Facebook, how interested he is on events. There's a million events apparently I click on. I'm just like, yeah, this seems interesting. No, I like it too because sometimes I'm like, oh, I didn't know they were coming in town so yo if you want to like see what latest concerts are coming to town fucking give Sandeep a like or a follow on Facebook yeah Yeah. Jesse our graphic designer at King of the Dot actually even said the same thing to me he was like yeah I'm gonna go on Facebook and just see how many shows Sandeep is interested in going to go see on Facebook (laughs) like the guy be there but (laughs) yeah yeah how many things is he clicking on today that he's interested in going into what was the last band you saw live oh fuck trying to think uh you like metal? actually oh i love metal like i'm i geek out to metal i like i'm like you i'll see everything you know me i shoot battle rap i go to hip-hop shows but i am deep into the metal man like nerd shit well like, the new corn album is out yeah it's uh, it definitely makes me feel like i'm younger in the 90s again because corn has a new album out yeah and i saw a big billboard on that recently in toronto like i'm proud of these guys they're still doing it yeah that corn was my shit when i was like in like Sixth, eighth grade around wow, there. You're definitely aging and yourself right there. Fuck yeah. And then, um, I. For me, it was Soundgarden when I was in grade five, I guess. Black Hole was on that album, grade yeah, four. Yeah, good stuff. Chris Cornell. Yeah. Shit. Actually, the last performance I saw, I was actually working at ACC for uh, Wee Day. It's like a. Yeah, Dan Gibbs was there. Yeah, he was creeping, there. You're, you're, creeping you're, Nelly Furtado. Speaking, yeah. And Dan Gibbs got a picture with Nelly Furtado. And I oh, was yeah. kind of jealous. That, I knew, I that, I knew her, that guy but was I was scared to ask her. I knew that guy was a bird. Yeah. He wanted to fly away. <laughs> I'm, I'm ending this episode with. I always end the episode with a song. I'm probably going to play some Nelly Furtado. <laughs> just for she's hot. She's cute. And she's yeah. cool. Not from right here. Vancouver yeah, girls are usually dope. cool. That's, that's why I was scared to. How did Dan Gibbs get an interview like. For how do you get we do you got to get invited correct you yeah, have to make you a have difference to be a child too oh it's, no, or not it's a, a child it's like a that's teenager. why Dan Gibbs is no, there actually there was a oh you just gave me a bar you just gave me a there. you just gave me a bar right now on Dan Gibbs oh do it write it down <laughs> I love how like half this episode is about Dan Gibbs we love you but Sandy I don't love seems you like he's about to roast you <laughs> fuck man <laughs> but yeah the last like really good set I saw was when I was working at Wee Day, I was doing production stuff, and Gord Downey from The Hip did one track from his solo Gee. stuff. And I'm not, this always gets me crucified from everybody in Canada, but I'm not a big Tragically Hip fan. But 
I saw him do this track, which is going to be on. How could you not record. be a hip fan? How could you not be a? It's just from a, the, what's it called? It's called the Secret Path. His new record, I believe, right? Yeah. Like something like that. Like I've listened to some. It's about uh, the de- the like the Aboriginals again, like our natives who are being murdered, or I guess, and like crimes against them and things like that. Like yeah. especially to women. I, did, I didn't know the context, but the song was fucking wonderful, and the energy and showmanship he put into it was just. Insane, like uh, yeah, he's a good my showman, boss yeah. was beside me, and he just started crying. He just—he doesn't even seem like a guy who would just cry. He's just like I—I'm watching this, and I had like goosebumps, and I look over, I'm like, yo, like. Gore just made this whole fucking arena like cry, especially with his situation. And yeah, when everyone, I mean, that night for the last concert was amazing for the tragically hip. I mean, uh, everyone's a, as a hip fan. And I, I went to go see them at what's that bar on Queen Street? That's a legendary bar that they even sing. Bob Cajun had, mentions that bar. Oh, is is it Horseshoe? It's the Horseshoe. I was yeah, at the Horseshoe. It was sweaty in there, hot, but like every every bar had them playing. Everyone was singing along. Everyone knows those guys. And actually, they played with the Bare Naked Ladies just this Saturday. Missed the show. Apparently, Gord made a surprise visit. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah when I saw Prophets of Rage, the best surprise guess was? You know what the surprise was? Who was that? It was, what's his name from Foo Fighters in the Nirvana? Dave Grohl. Yeah, that's right. Dave Grohl made a surprise appearance with the Prophets of Rage. Oh, you you asked me to go to that show, too, Prophets of Rage. You missed out. No, I, I would have loved it. I saw that. Black Sabbath, actually, a few weeks ago as well. Sick. Like the summer. Black Sabbath was sick. And you know what I got to say? Uh, Ozzy looked healthy. Yeah, he looked hey, good. He looked good. good. Like, uh... Actually, with that company I work for, like doing the stagehand shit, I have requested Black Sabbath, but I didn't get it. I was like, "Damn it!" They, but apparently, like everybody who just works there requested that, and they just gave it to like all the vets. And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm, like, yeah. new to that shit." But, it was an older crowd. It was it was people with their kids out there as well. Yeah. It was interesting. But uh, cool last classic. metal show I went to was it's been a while, but like metal's changing quite a bit. There's a thousand subgenres in metal, and metal to one person is different. Different to another person's metal. That's what metal's is. And metal's, you're meant to be a little bit of. I like how metal's a bit of an outcast. Like, have you heard the band Baby Metal? Yeah, that yeah. Japanese we group. Were gonna, yeah, we were yeah. I, I, I saw them at a festival too. Even though, we like, for music for me, I've been like, I'm listening to a lot of Korean trap music as well. Like, oh, you gotta like, send me some shit. I like, I, I don't even like understand what they're saying, but this hip hop is amazing. But it just sounds good. But when I want to go see, uh, when I want to go see, who did I see? Kill Switch Engage. I love them. They're one they're of amazing. Yeah. It was such an eclectic crowd of a combination of Hell's Angels to emo kids whose parents were waiting in the crowd <laughs> to a mosh pit. We were like, you can't take your beer out there. Yeah. And I'm like, what kind of metal show is this? Yeah, Kill Switch uh, brings a lot of uh, people from other metal sub genres because they're like kind of like a crossover of many styles. So they are people like sick stage presence. Good, yeah. you know. Well, you, you you listen to the band Pup. No, I've never heard of them. They're a Toronto-based band, amazing. I mean, they sing about the DVP. They're like a great... <laughs> I would say they're metal. They're more alternative, but they're yeah, a band that I... Great stage presence. I saw them at Lee's. They were amazing. Uh, I usually listen to their music, and their music videos are pretty well done. I like their their their, their energy. Wicked, man. There's, Toronto is awesome for music right now. Uh, there's another band uh, I saw somebody post, and... Um, this group did, uh, you know, George Strombolopoulos. He does his Strombo sessions or whatever. Mm-hmm. They did one of those, and they're called Dilly Dally, <laughs> and it's um, it's like Nirvana but fronted by a female. It's like a girl, Kurt Cobain, and they're from Toronto, and it's just it's so gritty and raw, and oh, it's fucking awesome. You got to hear some of that. So we. When I get home, I'm going to ask you for some, uh, what is it, Korean trap music? You know, yeah, I, I've been trying to listen to a few of them. I mean, I've been watching the show. Uh, 
Childish Gambino's No Show Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. And I love Gambino. I love comedy and hip hop combined, and he's the guy I want to be. <laughs> he, he's my, by the way, my MC Dirtbag name. Dan's doing it now, too. Is he? Yeah, yeah. Dirtbag Dan. A lot of comics. I mean, who else was uh, killing it uh, at the hip, at our comedy show that was hilarious? Who was it? Daniel Stafford. What was his name? Um, Come on, who killed the show for we did our comedy show together with the rappers? Oh, okay. Um, so there was there was me, you, Dirtbag, and come on, and uh, Caustic. Caustic yeah, was yeah. hilarious. He was super good. Caustic stage presence and confidence is amazing. Yeah, what's so awesome too? It's like that type of comedy is not for everybody. Like though, some of the things he said was made people leave. Like, but it was awesome. Yeah, it was well, just like, I don't think I've been to a comedy show where someone hasn't been, especially when you go to like only the shows that are pretty much just comics workshopping stuff. Yeah. They go dark. Comics go real dark, yeah, real yeah. quick. And plus, this goes back to what we were talking about, seeing so many battle rappers that you get uh, desensitized by from it, where that comes out in Caustic's material. Like, it seems like he's trying to offend himself, which is pretty fucking dark for him being one of the most offensive battle rappers of our generation right now. Like, Without wow. a doubt. He, I mean, yeah. that's a pretty bold statement to say because there's a lot of offensive yeah. rappers out there Caustic, now. legit, like, listeners, I know, like, some people listen to this show, they don't watch battle rap, but this guy, Caustic, Daniel Stefani, the Amazing man, guy. went to UK in... In a battle rap, said something that ended somebody's marriage. How are I? I, I don't. Know, I, I heard about it. I don't know the details. Of, what were the details around that? Oh, forget the dude's name. It's something Price or whatever. But uh, yeah, he just. I I need to watch this battle again. Prove like, something about what? like yeah, I banged your wife. You know, what I mean, I'm sure it was true or something ridiculous like that. No, like I think he just had the info. Like one of somebody over there gave him a tip of him cheating on his wife, said it in the battle, and the play shut down, and this guy doesn't battle rap anymore, and his career, and his marriage. Jeez. Dan Gibbs, are you hearing this? You may not want to as, show up on Saturday. As, <laughs> as, I'm, uh, as I'm saying this, I'm thinking, Caustic might be one of the best in the world. Like, like just that? to do that to somebody, that's beyond He should be in championship contention. Yeah. Sooner than later, I think yeah. he's going to be up there. I'm sure. He's, Actually, uh, um, those guys out in LA they uh, did some roast battle nights as well too in front of Jeff Ross. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, I, I saw that Sharon was out there. A few of the guys, Jeff Ross, did a great roast battle. I I think I mean one of my guy my buddies, K, K Trevor Wilson. Yeah, he is huge right now. Shoutouts to him. Um, he's on that show on Show Me. What am I thinking? Uh, Spe- uh, Letter Kenny, which is killing it now. I think I've seen he was, him he do was in the stand up too. Yeah, okay, he's, done, yeah, he's yeah. great stage presence, great guy. Just, yeah. um, and he's been on JFL. He's been on a bunch of things, and so he's he did really really well because I think battle rap for me. That's why I love battle rap because it has a lot in line with comedy. Yeah, it yeah. has so much in line with comedy. It ha- I think battle rap has more in line with comedy than it does with hip hop, <laughs> without a doubt for me. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they're a perfect transition, and apparently, like, Sharon went down there and um, did really well. Yeah, Sharon yeah, did well. And, uh, and the guy from uh, the league did not do so well. The guy who faked the 9 11 thing, remember that guy? Yeah, he, yeah. He's, and again, if you stutter on your bars, you've already lost. Mm-hmm. The crowd is unforgiving to that kind of stuff. If you misstep, that moment of silence can be death. Yeah, it's, and it depends, like. King of the Dots like not too bad with that, but yeah, we, we're, we're a little more encouraging. Like, yeah, you pull together, guys. Yeah, yeah we're Canadian. Like Canadian. We're Canadians. Like, yeah, yeah, we're Canadian Canadian like oh, yeah, yeah, you can do. Yeah, don't yeah worry, some people are like, bring it back, bring, bring it back. back. Yeah, you and, got time. And then you watch like a URL battle from like New York, and it's like New some, Jersey. Somebody's yeah. like, they don't didn't even forget their shit. It's just like, 
the roll of the tongue wrong, and then the whole place just shuts down for ten minutes. Just like boo, boo. Like people come there to just like fucking heckle and shit. It's like the Apollo. Live from the center of the Earth, Girth. got a special guest in here guys <laughs> mr ira goldman Howdy. i like this like look at this this guy's wearing like a knit vest it looks good it looks Shit, like man, a what do you expect? It's good. it looks good what do you expect like this guy shops with a time phone. machine in the 70s it feels like <laughs> hey man gotta eat 
How was uh, uh well, Ira Goldman, tell us all about yourself. Yeah, yeah, I just you guys are meeting him the same time I am. Like, this is pretty. Uh, cool. Ira oh, Goldman like, is yeah. a former uh, King of the Dot employee as well. Oh, really? uh, We've definitely crossed paths. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I parted on uh, uh, good terms, and I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, they were good. Fire. You know, it was it wasn't really my fault. I would blame uh, cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you were involved in that? I was, yes. And, I was, I was, I was, uh, you know, front line when that was going on. Okay, yeah. so like people who are listening to this, uh, we do mention King of the Dot battle rap on here, but it's not. Lots of people who listen to the show aren't like battle fans or whatever. So, how do we even get into this cannabis situation where cannabis is? been like a rap legend in the 90s all his songs he's talking about i'm the best in the world battler and then we hired him to battle and fuck man it's the worst choke cringe history oh man you know uh, one of the most expensive one of the most expensive cringeworthy battles of all time so you know, I was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I I was there and I, I just saw the choke happening and you're like no yeah he, he'll is he, no <laughs> he's he'll dig out of this he's got this and then it just goes for an hour. and then he doesn't and then you're just like oh my goodness and I'm on I'm on the floor I'm the one taking people's cash to get in this door and stuff and they're like what's going on so I gotta like I want to hide <laughs> so oh, and then and then not only is he eating shit but he he then grabs a notepad yes he grabs a notepad and this is where both of my my hands just hit my forehead <laughs> and i'm like this isn't happening right now i'm gonna have to deal with you know 1500 people here like saying i want a refund yes did that happen after? But the, you know what? Battles all day. So the battles kept happening, and yeah. you, you just remind people it's going, it's going well. But the main part is, it, it was kind of sad to see, you know, this is rap legend resort to that. I mean, it's kind of like finding that Santa Claus isn't real, like a legend you appreciated and thought was yeah. going to bring it, and yeah, I get right. what you're saying. Yeah, but you know, he. He lost. He he was just crap, and he was out battled, and that's that's yeah, what happened. It was just beyond everything. Just so weird. Like it was yeah. such a weird yeah. vibe to it, and uh-huh. what he was doing. Oh, it was very awkward. Yeah, <laughs> the entire <laughs> thing was, was awkward. Like this bad dream state. Yeah, yeah. Like when we woke up the next day, we had a, a team breakfast or whatever. And we're just like, did did that shit happen? <laughs> <laughs> and then some people saw him at a CVS or some shit. And <laughs> he's like, hey, how you doing and He's like, I'm good. Like, yeah, you must be. Yeah. yeah. He got paid. That motherfucker still that got was. paid, so. Yeah, fuck. I swear. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the That's internet. Awesome. You can do it. Yeah, yeah. This is, not... this is so spontaneous. <laughs> yeah. 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 We're broadcasting to preschools all over the country right now live. <laughs> what up, <laughs> little niggas? <laughs> yes. Ira Goldman. He's my, yeah. he's my, Ira Goldman's my personal Lenny Kravitz. He's half Jewish and half black. That's why I love, he can, he can, he's, he's, he's got the best of both worlds, I like to think. <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks like Lenny Kravitz, you. I hear that sometimes. He gets that all the time. I usually get Childish Gambino, though. Gambino? Bino, too, yeah, maybe like a mix, a little hybrid. Gambino's straight up from the streets. He well, can battle. He can battle. He yeah. can battle. He's a you're, comedy. So you're and saying he's not. He just went to L.A. No, 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 no. Him, cannabis was there. Fuck. <laughs> him and uh, who's the other guy I saw recently that was amazing? Chance. 
the rapper okay, was amazing. Yeah, yeah, but joke. those are guys who aren't really from the streets, I have to admit that. They're like, Chance's dad worked at the fucking White House. You know what I mean? He, like, two-parent home. He's got a, like, master's in fine arts. You know, like, not that they can tap into the culture just enough to make it work, but they're not from the streets as much as some other guys. Like, like as cannabis and, like, and all those guys. battle rappers. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> you learn that working. Even, like, before, like, watching this stuff and... I don't want to like give away the whole like. I think in wrestle pro wrestling they call it kayfabe, <laughs> where it's <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you see the real side of them. But it's like before I started working in KOTD, which was like fucking around uh, World Dom One. I was watching tons of grind time. I'm like, holy shit, these people are hard. And then uh, I meet them in person. It's like, wow, this guy's just a sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> my I'm going to kill your entire yeah. family, blah, yeah. blah. Then he's like, hey, man, what are you doing for lunch? You want to hang out? And like, I heard, you know, there's a great mimosa place next door. We can go get some brunch. Yeah, it's just like, it's crazy how it it's just all changed all. my like, whole perspective. That, I remember the first event we met. It was like at government we had breakfast, me, you, and Miran, like, for the first... Miran was 19 at that. Uh, shout out, like, oh, shout shit. out to... Yeah. yeah. Can't believe it's been, like, what, like, five, six years, I guess, where we've been, like... Yeah, that was um, that was a big one, too. We were, we were there at 9 a.m. setting up for a battle. Yeah. Went for breakfast. It was, a, like, have you ever been to a club during the day? It is so depressing. It is the most disgusting it's place. It's scary with all the lights on. Yeah. Too. You see the... the like, that one room they have in uh, fucking government, it was just walls of fur. Like I remember leaning on it, and I was wait. I was like, oh wait, I shouldn't be leaning on this. Like who knows what's fucking in. <laughs> engulfed in this fucking fabric of yeah. like you definitely see the mistakes of the night before definitely when the yeah. lights turn on actually I went to Rebel yesterday when I guess you it's the new Sound Academy definitely looks like they did a pretty good they reno in there the name of it? well yeah they did a big reno it looks like a club in Vegas oh, okay. and stuff and like it was it was a shit show it yeah. was like I went with a bunch of like the rapper community from King of the Dot and they were just like bottles of Hennessy and like ice going and just Alize. like yeah, yeah. <laughs> Heineken's <laughs> open, like open use of like cocaine, like in the top VIP section, like old school. I felt like the eighties. That's some eighties like, type shit, yeah, man. 80s, I, like mirrors are provided by the club. God damn, <laughs> right. I missed out. Yeah. You, you did. You really did. I don't. I don't even like do coke, but I just like being in the vibe. I like a little chaos around me. <laughs> like, yeah. I love the offer. Yeah. I love I the offer. Because yeah. they're, they're always so excited when they're offering it to you too. Like I think you've had enough, and they're just like, "Come on, man, like, you love the shit. Come on, go." I'm like, "I'm good." <laughs> yeah. I always say too, it's like gunny cokeheads coke like love me because I think because I'm just a good listener. And they just fucking talk your face off, and I'm just, like, kind of smiling. Yeah. And, <laughs> you are a good like, listener, I have to admit we that. We did a, one show, and, like, I had a hotel room, and somehow my room turned into the Coke room. Like, just all the Coke heads were in my room, and I'm just there sipping a beer, and people are just aggressively telling me that they love me and shit like that. But it's, it seemed violent. It's just like, I want you to know, if anybody fucks with you, I'll kill them. You're a good guy. And like, Damn. They, that's that's like some good, some good security. On. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but with love, I mean, it was weird. At least, at least, I feel like Coke heads definitely have a little more money as well than most of the guys, I guess. It's not the actual... Like, remember the last guy when, what was the last battle we went to that guy freaked out and like someone touched I think touched he was him. on meth yeah he, he went nuts in the club remember he was like don't touch me he starts screaming and fighting demons around him yeah, and he stuff threw a table yeah and like a good friend of mine did he get into it. I'll tell you after too. It. 
he doesn't he doesn't want to he probably doesn't want that on the air but uh yeah the guy freaked out i guess i should have assumed every time someone goes nuts at king of the dots someone does get punched in the face and it's usually a staff member yeah. it's usually it's, someone 100 yeah, percent. 100% a staff member gets it's like the <laughs> nicest person in the world too, who doesn't yeah. deserve it <laughs> fuck we're really selling battle rap you're here. really selling battle come down to the events they're fun <laughs> yeah. bring the kids bring the entire family well, it's a family affair yeah it's 100%. Like, like, that doesn't happen too often but it gets remembered and talked about over and over again yeah the one violent act i think we cut it out of the blackout footage the one that drake came i remember that one guy who came up in the middle of that round didn't know anyone yeah he was just like he just started screaming still motherfucker yeah yeah in front of like a crowd of like 2,000 people no one made a move because they're like is this guy part of your crew or my crew because it's like a division on that stage when two rappers are on there and they were like i don't know any and then he just got pummeled with blows pummeled yeah it was nuts it was just like a fucking chaos everywhere and fucking shoddy horror like kicked him off the stage and then arsenal fell off the stage remember that it got memed a ton of times a a swanton bomb (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) arsenal just because everyone kept forcing me off the stage and then like anyway it was it was hilarious we don't try again if you look at the footage now it's cut out because again we don't try and promote that culture or that part of the of the industry at all it's something that happens on the side and it's not part of it well it's not what it's about it's not what it's about at all and that's why we don't encourage it and we don't we don't give that guy airtime. If you look yeah. at the footage, you won't see that. Unless you were there live or streaming it live. That's the only way to catch that kind of stuff. Or, like like, like we said, we don't promote it. But if you want to see it, you can go on World Star Hip Hop. Oh, yeah, see. yeah. <laughs> True World enough. Star, yeah. True there's, there's a few memes about it. Like, the True funny, enough. like, slipping up the stage now when Ars like, whoa! You I, know, I, like, I yeah. didn't even know it was on World Star, and somebody sent it to me because I was on the stage. And I got worried about one of our cameramen... Um, Oh yeah, Nelson. yeah, Nelson. Yeah, he just disappeared, and they have their fucking movie cameras there, like fucking. Yeah. You look at the guys who work thousands. in the production, oh, hot, yeah. protect their equipment because there's a, thousands and thousands of dollars of equipment yeah. out there, and people are being idiots around them, and they're trying to protect their gear and what's going on. Like it's it, fucked. It's it? yeah. Well, and that's the thing, right? We use like the top of the line equipment, and just to to, to give the best product. Available. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. Yeah. And then people come up and, like this guy, no one knew who he was. Yeah. He's coming up starting fights and, like, I don't know who he is, but let's get him the fuck out of here. Yeah. So, everyone, was, so everyone, that was a like, joint effort to bust his ass and get him the hell out of it's there. It's like yeah. such comedic timing when the dude gets punched, though, because he was just like, yeah. he went up there, shouted out his block. He's like, yo, West Side Rexdale, yeah. motherfucker. And then, boom, right in the yeah. face. It's like, yeah. Fly, yeah. The, yeah. the flying punch out of nowhere is yeah. classic. Just out yeah. of, like, yeah. And yeah. you know we don't promote it, we don't condone it, but that guy had it coming. We're and no we're, one's we're, seen that guy since. I don't. I've never no. seen like I, I no, still don't know that guy. And that's, that's good. How you weed him out of the and scene. that's and that's perfect. Exactly. Yeah. He's probably you know. still in like a, a full body cast. I think probably out yeah. there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Recovering <laughs> from that. It's good stuff. And, and, and that at that, least metaphorically. Yeah. And the yeah. thing is, listen, if you're going to be an idiot, if I anyone out there trying to make a live streaming box, you know how much it costs to make that stuff. If you want to put it out in 4K or 1080p yeah. and all Shout that. Shout out to Avocado and yeah, like that's they do a great job and Avo. Avocado all day. Yeah. Well, it's, it's so funny how, like, I watched the playback of that clip because my friend who, like, doesn't even watch Battle Rap was just on World Star. And he's like, oh, this was from your show. And I see you. And he sent it to my inbox. Yeah. But there's, like, a moment of it where it's, like, dying down. And I'm in front of the stage. And to somebody, like, looking at 
Well, they obviously like I'm not the focus, but it looked like I was just like confused and in like a dead blank <laughs> stare, like I was horrified and traumatized yeah. from the experience. But really, I was just looking for Nelson. I'm like, oh, is he okay with his camera? But I'm just like in the front dead center of the stage, just blank stare, like, like oh, this kid got fucked I, up. I, in the- I, at some point, the crowd is actually he was he was getting pummeled. Yeah, and there's some girl just screaming out like, he's down, stop hitting it's like him. The Simpsons yeah. where they beat up the hamburger burglar thing. It's like stop. Stop it, he's already dead. <laughs> Pounding his head on the rock. <laughs> it's the crusty burglar. Yeah. No, you, you know. He him. gets to a point where you gotta stop, but the guy shouldn't be interrupting the show. It's, he it's, was definitely on it, something ridiculous. I don't know how he even got how do these people get on the stage? Yeah, I don't know. I guess friends of friends, everyone's up. connected. I'm with this person. I mean, that's just this the nature of the yeah. game. And Sandy, do you ever get heckled like doing a uh, comedy? Speaking of interrupting, I would so. uh, love to get heckled because it would give You're me it, it. it would give me ammo to like rip someone apart. Yeah, you know, I, I'd be like, shut the fuck up, tons of fun. You could do way better than this guy. You know, I I just got a couple things in the bank. I can just call out. It would be amazing to rip someone a new one. I've kind of got like the same vibe too when I do uh, a show, like because. Um, Toronto, we're lucky because like a lot of the comedy crowds are just so polite and everything. It's like even if you're doing yeah, bad, if, like if, I've if never been booed. I I bond before. And if you're coming like, out to oh, a yeah, show, yeah. you're out coming out there to laugh. That's what the whole yeah. purpose is. You're not gonna and don't ruin the show for anybody else. I had a buddy who came out for one of my sh- well, we were doing a show at Absolute, and I went on, and a friend of a friend's was just yelling shit in the back during my set. And I was like pissed, and a friend, his friend, went on a good buddy of mine. Yeah. And at the end of the show, he was like, he did the same thing to him, and he's like, "Yo, man, what's going on? Why are you starting up?" He's like, "I just came out to support you, man. What the fuck? He got all emotional about it. Like, <laughs> yeah. it was a, I'm just trying to support. I'm like, Jesus, man, just shut the fuck up. And I, like, yeah. took it so hard. It was hilarious. Yeah. Well, when like, he came to see you. You sit down. Yeah, you sit down, listen. Shut up and yeah, watch it'll the be show. like, oh, that's so funny, so true, yeah. so true. I don't do that, you know. Just I don't. No one needs to hear fucking commentary in the back. Yeah, you know that bit I did about uh, like being in debt, and I like made it like metal and stuff like that. I don't mm. know if you've seen that one. I, it was on the King of the Dot pay per view as well when he did the comedy thing. But uh, somebody came up to me after, and like it, it did the comedy bit came from a real place, but they kind of like just cornered me and was just like, "Yo, man." I, I'm in so much debt too, and just like telling me about their life, and like I wa- I didn't want to be mean and like leave, but this guy's going on like 20 minutes of the most depressing shit. I'm like, dude, like I, I don't have to pay this. rent next but month. It's like, yo, this was just like, and it, it spoke to me. It like, spoke to me, and I made like a total par- <laughs> a parody about being broke, and the guy's like, yo, yeah, I know how it is, man. I'm so fucked. I'm like, whoa, like, I really fuck. Thought he was at uh, a rich dad, poor dad. Yeah, uh, and I had to like talk. counsel him. Yeah, you want to pause for the cut? get a drink for a second. We can talk. We'll keep Let's going, get a couple. Right? Yeah, and uh, I remember your face too, but I don't think uh, when I uh, when I've seen you around there, like we didn't really chop it up too much. Well, I I was always just back and forth doing all sorts of Same crap. Like, thing, but like I'm more yeah. production side. You're more like yeah. So they they had me yeah like talking to management of clubs, talking to the artists, yeah. things like that. So it was more it was more. Uh, you know, event management kind of stuff. That's cool. Do yeah. you still do stuff like that now? Or I do, but I'm more on the uh, the jazz side and, cool. and, and 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 that type of music. Yeah, yeah. that's that's pretty sick. Yeah. Though, man. So sometimes though, when I'm watching the jazz, I, I'm I'm picturing 
you know, a jazz battle and how that <laughs> yeah. would work. A scat battle. Yeah, it, it ends up just being a scat battle in my mind, and it's 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 pretty funny. I always, <laughs> I, I pitch that a couple times to uh, my beatbox friends, but as yeah. a joke, I'm just like, because they always try to like teach me like a sound or whatever. I just can't do it. It's just something with my confidence. I'm yeah. like, I can't beatbox. Yeah. But I'm like, yo, I, I'll fucking be in a scat battle, though, man. Like, scooby dooby doo pop. Like, exactly. Fucking you know, scat, scat man John the shit out of that. Stepped yeah. out for a bit for a fresh drinky. What's going on? What I missed? Oh, He's telling me about his uh, jazz life and. Oh, right. There. Keep going. Keep we're we're on to uh, scat battles now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That could mean something else too if you're on the wrong part. Of the yeah, internet. yeah, or the right part, depending on yeah, what depending your on preferences what your are. Is. Yeah, who are we to judge? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Jazz Beaster where uh, our works, which is a great jazz. Uh, we've rented it for my school for an event or two. Amazing Dope. space. It's also it's a combination tourist trap and also live jazz. It. it being next to Dundas Square, you must get a couple stragglers from out of random spots. Uh, we do. So <laughs> it's funny you say that because last night, apparently there were three three people who went in, probably in their, I want to say mid-twenties, uh, went down to the bathroom and a woman came out appalled. She's like, you need to go in there. <laughs> I, oh. I was like, I'm not going in there. And so my other manager went in and he's like, uh... There are two people banging in the stall right now. Oh, so that this jazz must have been good. Oh, that jazz. That's, <laughs> They're making oh, sweet jazz in that bathroom, that I think. That scat was off the hook. <laughs> yeah, uh, so like, so, right so they come out. They come out, and <laughs> and it was three of them, remember. So okay. one dude, it was the boy. So two his, dudes and a girl. No, no, but the friends stayed outside, like, keeping six or some shit. And <laughs> Guarding the bathroom and letting people in, though? Yeah, or? yeah. And so then, it's a dude and a chick, though. Yeah, dude and a chick banging. Okay. They come out, and the chick just goes to the other manager. What can I say? I'm a nymphomaniac, <laughs> and they leave. But it was literally I did like not even four, tip on the way out. four and a half minutes. They were in there. That's a quickie too. A She's a nympho. Yeah. She doesn't yeah. care. She just needs that tip in there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> just the tip. Just the tip. That's awesome. Even like as a manager, jazz club. What do you even say to that? You just look at it, just shrug what, your shoulders. Well, what can you do? It yeah. uh, the damage is done. Yeah, it's already over. What do you call the cops? Like whatever, shit. Did they even pay I mean, for anything while they're in there? Just using your bathroom or leaving? They get a drink? Or oh, they food? went straight to the bathroom. No, no payments or anything. But oh. what do I, you know? Shit, man. When you got a bang, you got a bang. Yeah. It's wow, emergency geez. bang. She was hot, so like I get it. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, was she with some? Like, was it a random or? A, no, a, she came in with those two dudes. Oh, okay. It well, it been, could be. You don't know if there's a. It would have been crazy if she just walked into this jazz club and just pointed at somebody. You here? Yeah. No, they came in with the mission. Yeah. They came in with the mission. I guess the Tim like, Hortons down the way is a little bit messier uh-huh. than the other place. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. At least, like, yeah, that place is a clean place to do it. Or you? Think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, she it, must have been we a keep it pretty clean. She must have keep a bit, a bit of screamer, obviously, because people noticed. Yeah, it's a small bathroom. <laughs> I think maybe a leg or two went under the, the other yeah, stall yeah. and the woman noticed. Yeah. That's jokes. But it's hard-pressed to find a nymphomaniac who's not going to be a screamer, though. I think that's kind of a... It goes hand in hand. It's hard-pressed to find a nymphomaniac. <laughs> period. Like, yeah. we're, I hope they're listening to this podcast because there's three eligible dudes sitting right here. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. We're yeah. down, you know. We'll, yeah. help, we'll help you out. We and there is feel a bathroom your pain. in the hotel, obviously. Yeah, we feel your pain. I'm <laughs> taken, but guys, promote... Like, oh, yeah, Facebook Sean's Instagram. taken. We're, when these when these nymphos listen, I know that's my big uh, <laughs> yeah, demographic. Yeah, yeah. Big demos the, uh, is <laughs> yeah. the nymphomaniacs, clearly. 
Actually, who knows? Some porn stars might listen to. I had Mindbender at episode one of this. Mindbender is yeah. a porn star on himself. I thought. Yeah, yeah. That's what we talked Shit. about. Mindbender's out there hustling as we speak himself. He's my spirit animal. Jeez. <laughs> it, was, it was cool to have him in here, too, because, like, uh... If <laughs> Mindbenders were on the show, too? Yeah, yeah. That's what I just said. If, uh, oh. if people haven't listened to that episode, it's awesome because he talks about his first day on the job, which is amazing. What's up, Snapchat? <laughs> Snapping it up. Yeah, yeah. Creative and Balanced Podcast. We're, we're, we're actually, me, me and Ira have been on a streak of good Sundays, actually. Last Sunday was kind of an interesting yeah, adventure as well. Years, oh, yeah. man. I just got a message from our, our friends. Oh, really? Yeah. So they're like, oh, I, was, oh, tell Sandeep I said hello is what... I was oh told. yeah, yeah. yeah. I never filled me in on what happened after I, I left the studio. And I, you can't, you, you can't fill me in. On Not that. on air. Not on air. <laughs> <laughs> I had another. We gotta go to a break. Tell us nymphos, listen. I know that's my big uh, demographic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big demos the, uh, is <laughs> yeah. the nymphomaniacs clearly. Actually, who knows? Some porn stars might listen to. I had Mindbender at episode one of this. Mindbender is yeah. a porn star on himself. I thought. Yeah. yeah. That's what we talked Shit. about. My bender's out there hustling as we speak himself. He's my spirit animal. Jeez. <laughs> it, was, it was cool to have him in here, too, because, like, uh... If, my bender's were on the show, too? Yeah, yeah. That's what I just said. If, uh, oh. if people haven't listened to that episode, it's awesome because he talks about his first day on the job. Which is amazing. What's up, Snapchat? <laughs> Snapping it up. Yeah, yeah. Creative and balanced podcast. We're, we're, we're actually, me, me and Ira have been on a streak of good Sundays, actually. Last Sunday was kind of an interesting yeah, adventure as well. Guys, oh, man. I just got a message from our, our friends. Oh, really? Yeah. So, like, oh, I, was, oh, tell Sandeep I said hello is what I was oh, told. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ira never filled me in on what happened after I, I left the studio. And I, you can't you, you can't fill me in on Not on air. Not on air. <laughs> <laughs> I had another. We gotta go to a break. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us the story after. But uh, yeah, it was an interesting adventure. I I went to the Diantrop concert afterwards, and I had a little bit extra energy, so I decided to give Ira a call. So we ended up um, meeting up at Jazz Bistro, listening to a little bit of jazz, and making our way to uh, the. I guess we went to Ossington area, which is always. Dundas West Austin area, which is always a, a thriving area. A lot of industry people go out there and party it up. Yeah, yeah. Went out of the get well, played some uh, Simpsons. We passed the arcade game. We killed it. Oh, was that we the, crushed it. The nineties, like it's like a beat 'em up game. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's a fucking four players at the same time. That's a solid game. Oh, we a solid game, and yeah. we crushed it. We crushed it. We crushed I had it. a Snapchat of it. I wish they had classic <laughs> X Men though, though, so yeah. badly. Remember Cla- the old cabinet? Yeah. you could play with six people. Had the, that du- was epic. Had the old school double screen. Tube TVs yeah. that were like it, it, was, it, was, oh, yeah. it was an amazing yo flashback. They keep giving me memories of like <laughs> fucking going to the mall with my mom and just begging for change. That and fucking uh, what, what else did I used to play? <gasps> fucking Wrestlefest and <laughs> Mortal Kombat Two was my shit. And X Men, they were like in a line. Yeah. they got a lot more classic jam. games. They're older games though. Like you got your Asteroids, you got your oh, uh, like Frogger, Frogger, Dig Dig, and all that stuff. Yeah. I wish that. I mean, I think they just get what they can get. The other place is good for video games. Is Dundas Video, but we were there. Mm-hmm. End up meeting uh, two young ladies. Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, well, one had a douchebag British guy tagging along. Remember, she at the at one point she had enormous Cannons. personality. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. enormous yeah. personalities. Yes, both and, of them. And then she was with some British guy who came along with us, unfortunately, and kept telling us that this I feel is like not he was my Irish. boyfriend. No, Irish or British, but he was he was he was he was borderline a moron, but also aggressive. 
Was he aggressive? Just his, his the way he spoke. Oh, was he just spoke. Like, yeah, yeah. Just he like, was chill just out. Chill, chill out. Yeah. He, was, he was not a calm person. No. He kept telling me that this is not my boyfriend. Like as yeah. well. Yeah. Oh, so that's a good sign for you. It's a good sign for you, but she had she dragged him out. I think there was something. He, he mu- was definitely into it, though. Like, she was into it, and he she had mentioned that he had a very large personality himself. I guess that was uh, the perk, okay. but like was nothing beyond that. I guess, but uh, we I ended wasn't up going impressed. to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we end up going. We end up going to a studio this girl lived at, which is like kind of like it was all sculptures and like easels and like it was pretty rad. Pretty. Man. Yeah, yeah, it was a cool. It was a cool space. End up chilling there for a bit, and uh, I mean, I had to leave Ira on his own to c- accomplish a mission of some kind. I and mean, I've been there several times since. Have you? Ah, oh, dude. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I like this guy. I mean, well, this guy climbs a mountain. Fucking, he sticks that flag in there. Plus, you look like Lenny Kravitz, so it's not. <laughs> it helps, you know. I, I, <laughs> What's that one song? And it's like love making music. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're, I think you're quoting the entire Lenny Kravitz song. <laughs> I, I don't know the words. <laughs> That's the one. So many tears I can. Yeah, you just gotta bust in there. So much pain inside, <laughs> baby. It ain't over till it's over. I don't I don't know the meaning of the lyrics, but like that sounds like just like getting on music, like the yeah. background. Music. Shit ain't over yeah. till it's over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> True words have never been said. Until I say, get the fuck out. <laughs> I think that's the that's the that's the catchphrase of Al Qaeda as well. Like it ain't over till it's over, you know. Like yeah. so, definitely <laughs> have a that spokesman go- for Al Qaeda. Yeah, yeah. I can tell from your stand up. So, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Terrorist yeah. jokes. <laughs> it's easy for me to do that being a brown guy. Yeah, yeah. Very it's, easy. It's tricky to do stand up being white. You got to be like. Super Are you kidding clever. me? I think Brown. <laughs> and, uh, and you can't say anything because you you just end up being a racist. Yeah. Even if yeah. you're like trying to be. This is Sean's message that he's not going to do that Black Lives Matter joke anymore. No, I guess. It's, it's retired. <laughs> it's retired. The crowds weren't a big fan of it. <laughs> you got to like talk about like airplanes and like hack shit. Oh. Actually, I uh, strategically sit on this side where I don't have to look out into the bar because I get so distracted. And I notice I have, like, guests, they be talking to me. And then I stop, like, listening to what they're saying. I'm like, oh, what's going on over here? I kind of, I, I, I like getting the outside. I mean, I get distracted very easily. But I do get the occasional look of, like, what the fuck are these guys talking about in there? Oh, and there's two people having sex just, like, right out this window here, too. Well, let, yeah, me, oh. let me Snapchat the shit out of that. Yeah, definitely. So hey. people are getting lucky at just uh, at the at the at the bar as well. Yeah. Girth Radio definitely provides the word girth. It's, it's like jazz music, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Just Making sweet jazz. It's like it's like new age jazz. It's about what the, what you're we not hearing. Single. The notes are not playing. That's KOTD <laughs> shit, baby. Yeah, Scott Jackson, what up? Yeah. I think they noticed that we were observing and then just moved two feet over. I can still see them though. No, yeah, they just no, they just hate jazz. <laughs> Fuck them then. Yo. It's pretty intense makeout session, though. I know. Can we? What? Oh, we can pull those curtains. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to watch. 
Next week is going to be a video podcast. Yeah. I need to start broadcasting <laughs> this. Yeah, yeah. We got to have the camera in here. Just yeah, it makes nonsense. sense when you're telling people, you know, Lenny Kravitz is in the building. And yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, they, yeah, they got to know uh, yeah. what they're looking at. Yeah. <laughs> shit. And uh, Aziz Ansari, I guess, as well. Who do you want to be celebrity-wise? Yeah. Uh, I used to look like um, Jon Snow from Game of Thrones when I didn't shave nah. and had my hair. I uh-huh. can see that. Like, see like that. people used to yell... On the street, Jon Snow at me. Now imagine we went video on this. People would be like, you guys don't look like any of these fucking people. They'd be like calling us out. Like, you guys are what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It sounds like the best conversation ever. We got a week, though. We can figure this out. No, we should do a Halloween one. Just fucking dress up. I think childish is where I can go right yeah. now. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Lenny's too old, guys. Come on. Lenny's Shit. getting old, but his daughter respect. is so hot. Zoe, what's her name, is pretty smoking. Uh, Zoe yeah. Kravitz? Yeah, I guess it's Kravitz. <laughs> I almost said the same thing. I'm I like, like, I've never heard of this. Is Zoe Kravitz? <laughs> is Kravitz a stage name? It happens sometimes. It can't be Kravitz. That's got to be the real Jewish name he's got. That's got to be a hardcore Jewish name. Kravitz. Yeah. <laughs> so disappointed yeah. in you. You were supposed to be a, a lawyer. <laughs> and now you sing music? Yeah. What happened? Rock and roll? All right, there's a cutie just walked in right now with Shit. a loser. Uh, that could be a prospect for us. I need to, like, take pictures of all these randoms in the bar just to, like, uh, have, like, timestamps for people listening. And there's like, okay, at this moment in the podcast, <laughs> look at this picture and you'll know who we're talking about. Oh, here's well, we can just make it up. In the street, oh, you know? these guys are can't keep their hands off each other. Jesus. It, it seems like it's, like, the first time they made out, like... You know when it gets like really intense when you're with that girl. Yeah, like they just met in the bar. Yeah, and you're just like, this is crazy. Let's yeah, do this I don't right think now. I, I get it? that they're not been married for twenty years or someone. Yeah. They're like, uh, they don't. They got that fire slogan. Like, I can't keep yeah. my hands off you. Slamming against the girth booth and. <laughs> yeah, let's go hit Jazz Bistro and go see the bathroom. Yeah, actually, Ira played OJ. In a, uh, in a in a TV show, <laughs> in a <Man>. mystery, <laughs> and then he got involved. What's, what's and then, the show called? And then he got involved with Nicole. Oh my god! <laughs> I told you that. Were we drunk? Yeah, you told oh me about god. it. Yo, oh my god! Just, just no, a real thing. Sorry, just Nicole. Real I'm sorry. Thing. Yo, I want to I want to hear the story. So, how did you get casted at o- as OJ? Uh, so so my buddy uh, who we we are making a movie together. It's called Going In. Uh, is it still? Can you still donate to the movie? Uh, sure. I'll take straight cash, baby. <laughs> okay. Uh, kickstarting, or what was the campaign again for for going in? That was it. Just called it? going in. All right, it's a great. It's a movie called Going In. It's a it's long. Tra- yeah, we'll we'll send you the links later. Uh, anyway, my buddy who we're making this with, uh, he was browsing online and he go he just sends me a link. You may as well do this. You're gonna get the part. I open it up, and it's uh, a casting call. Uh, to be O.J. Simpson in a docudrama, <laughs> so they're asking for you know headshots and 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 acting resume, and all I did was uh, I sent them this picture, which I'll I'll show you if I can find it quickly enough. It's, it's crazy when I look at you like from the front, I see Lenny, and, but when you turn to the side, I, I see the O.J. Right, Come on. right. You kind of got like a, a similar face. So I, I, I Lenny. Lenny Kravitz. Oh, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Personal Lenny Kravitz. What's going sorry, on? Sorry, sorry, you brought sorry. this up. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so so I get this call, like I said, and asking for all these headshots, resume. And I'm just like, I don't have all that shit because any acting I do, it's just, you know, kind of for fun. Yeah. I just do it. But so I send them this picture. So I send this picture instead. I go, well... I saw your casting call. 
take a look. Tell me what you think. I send her this picture. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so that was smart of you too to put his face beside your face. Yeah, too. and we're you both wearing little, football equipment. Yeah, we're both, and you you yeah. got a good build too. I yeah, tell you, work out and yeah. shit, man. Like this. And her her response was, "Can you come in for an audition on Tuesday?" <laughs> Did you guys play the same position on the football team or no? No, he's a running back. What was your position? I'm faster than that motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> Wide receiver, safety, uh, okay. shit, kick return. Shouts to Nick, who was quarterback on that team, by the way. What's up, Nico Suave? <laughs> <laughs> so with this show, too, like, uh, does it take place around the murder? Or so what? OJ so I play OJ Murder Time. Uh, so, no, so, no, so, no. <laughs> so you are actually murdering the cast. Yeah. So, on the show. so what oh, happens is it's uh, it's uh, it focuses on the investigation so what was said that happened so they're like oh oj you know this is the way he murdered ron goldman or or nicole brown simpson and what they said is what i had to do so it got it got gnarly at some point you and, know and you're also a goldman so you kind of yeah so my last name is goldman <laughs> so you're so there were times when on set you know director would be like goldman and i would turn and say yes and so would the guy playing Ron Goldman. I'm like, can we just use character names from now on? Yeah. So they just they juice. No, so and, and that's what they did. They kept saying they're like, all right, uh, juice. Can we get you to walk over here? And uh, it's like, all right. Oh, dude. Yeah. So did did you murder your castmate or no? Murder the shit out of her. I mean, like she she wanted you to choke you out, choke her out a couple times though. I know <sighs> she you, you told me that as well. Let's talk about on set here, okay? Um, <laughs> Sorry, too much preparation. Let's talk about on set. Um, <laughs> so Listen, it's not the first girl who's asked me to choke her out as well, right, man? Like, come on, she asked you are... too. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Uh, no, yeah, I had to get all gnarly and murder some motherfuckers but uh yeah it's i haven't seen the episode alleged yet alleged murder by the way alleged yeah juice is on the loose baby um juice in the studio the episode is available i haven't seen it yet oh shit. i haven't watched it yo but uh we'll see how it was you know it could be pretty funny maybe we'll put a different soundtrack to it <laughs> edit it put it online yeah exactly there you go or we'll just do uh or it'll be that that scat session we just had we'll yeah. put that over it yeah yeah dude. that's some bonus content i'm gonna throw it on the girth side fuck it i like it that's awesome no that's cool and uh like i know we just met you seem like a nice fucking dude he's the it, biggest dick in the was world was it really hard <laughs> to like put yourself in that character well it, it's funny you said that because the director he said the exact same thing he goes i can tell you're a really nice guy but i need you to be a little more angry <laughs> it's like all right i can do that and then you know i did it and it was just like right after i go to uh nicole i'm like i'm so sorry and then we hug and that was it and she's like you don't have to say sorry it's acting i'm like but i am <laughs> <laughs> just go home and take a cold shower well right it's now. tough like y you gotta grab this girl who's like you know she's all innocent and frail and and you know a beautiful woman or whatever and just like yeah now grab her and do this and do that and it's just like you know if you if you're not that kind of person which i hope n none of us are and no one listening is that's tough to do <laughs> it is very tough to like grab a woman and you know slit her throat 
<laughs> and look like you mean yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and be angry about it. <laughs> wow. Trust me. Did they do uh, the Bronco car chase scene after two? No, so I, I think they're just going to fill that in with uh, file footage. Yeah. Okay. yeah. They, got, I, they got a lot of hours when, when I, of highway yeah, chase. When I got on set, I was looking for the Bronco. It wasn't there. I was kind of disappointed. Side but yeah, Ford yeah. is relaunching the Bronco, and Ira's going to be the spokesperson for it. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be like, like OJ. <laughs> like, didn't I when see I'm in you? a tight spot, I need to go, and I'm on the run. This is the <laughs> only car I trust. I wonder if uh, if Hertz Rentals will have Ford Broncos because <laughs> OJ, you know, he did some spots for them. Did he really? Yeah. Listen, the, the Hertz, the OJ that I know and love is from the Naked Gun series. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nordberg. Nordberg was the gentle soul that I, I like. I I think of when I think of OJ. Nordberg oh, was amazing. He was the best. I need to go it's watch. It's just it. sullied. It's yeah. It's been so long since, but I remember just dying as a kid. Like, I wonder, like, if they hold, they're, like, still funny to me now. Because I remember the humor was this. 100%. Insane, but, 100% well, yeah, funny, they, man. They, they held up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's hilarious. Liam All murders Liam, aside. Liam, what's his name again? It's, um. Not Liam Nielsen. Sorry, sorry. Uh, Leslie. Leslie yeah. Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen. Canadian. Canadian legend. Comedy legend. He did so much for the game it's amazing he was a hilarious shout outs to him and we still miss him to this day what a great Canadian taken from us. rip baby that's right how many naked guns were there anyway there were like four three. No, three naked gun 33 and a third was like on. three and a half and two and a half yeah. And yeah. two and a half 33 and a third yeah, yeah. There's, there's about three and a third of naked guns yeah. movies. and yeah. his wife in that movie was hot what was her name Elvis's ex was that Elvis's ex oh uh fuck Priscilla no no that was Priscilla Presley. Okay. Was it Priscilla Presley in the movie he played his wife? Yeah. I don't remember. I don't know. Sounds 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 uh, right. Sounds right. Yeah. Some, we'll go with that. Next time I come to the show, I got to bring my laptop so we can start no, fact checking. This, this is good. This is good. good. This is no. good. But I think the la- it'll help me like search for you know. It's just, no man. It's, no, it's all about just like natural convo, and I edit it after and like. But Norberg is the best. Yeah, Norberg is the best. Man, that one scene where he's. Uh, I think he goes on the boat, yeah. and everyone just gets him, and all this shit's going on. They're shooting him. Remember he's hanging he, underneath the car? When he, yeah, yeah, and he gets taken to, like, San Diego or some <laughs> shit. But uh, he, he he gets shot, and he's, like, oh, like, moving all around and, like, hits the wall. The, my favorite, He hits a cake. Do you remember that? <laughs> the best part, though, he turns and hits the wall, and... Then he comes off the wall, and it says, "There's a sign that says wet paint." Mm. He's so upset about that. That's the best part. He's like, "Oh!" Meanwhile, he has like 17 bullets in him, <laughs> but the wet paint just crushes his life. <laughs> it's just like, "Oh!" I, I, I have to YouTube all those videos right now. Norberg has to be watched tonight. Guaranteed. Oh, oh he looks so yeah. I can say that's the OJ number. But he also dresses like he did when he did the murder. He's wearing like those that black toque that's rolled up a little bit, I, and the gloves. And I also shit. remember the, the mad. TV they did bit. fit. Remember the mad TV bit, like what they did, like if the glove does not fit, and they did like mad TV did a parody. He's like, if this was my own house, I wouldn't run into an air conditioner unit. Hey, who put this air conditioner unit over here? Like, it was hilarious. <laughs> Matt TV did a great parody on OJ as well back in the day. That was amazing. Yeah, Matt TV's cool. Like. Uh- that was like uh, another show I used to watch the fuck out of, like flip back and forth with that yeah. on Saturday Night Live. And but I, do, you, like do you think that form of like night of comedy? Do you think that form of comedy has kind of lost a little bit of ground though? It used to be like yeah, YouTube smashed all that. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, now when you watch it, it feels stale. That kind of I don't know why yeah. it doesn't, it's not as good as it used to be because I guess now we've access to so much like yeah, co- back college then humor. We didn't have the internet, so but like, like every day too. Whereas these shows are 
once a week, right? Yeah, yeah. And like Saturday Night Live was such a like, and Mad TV were such political shows. Even Saturday Night Live was, oh, like was people it was a legendary show. People recorded that. I recorded so many episodes on like VHS mm-hmm. to rewatch them over and over again, and like. Those days are kind of gone, and now that we've got so much material, it's kind of become a little more stale. Still a groundbreaking show, but not the same level of stature and the same level of like clout that it once had. I guess it's kind of sad, but they got to rejig them a little bit to be more modern. I think a little yeah, bit. Even like they got to be more in touch with like social media too. Like all the television shows are just so connecting with all that. Like even late night, and you see like Jimmy Fallon or whatever. It's like. Lots of like commercials just for like Twitter and shit, yeah, like, like for trying sure. to connect yeah. those type yeah. of people. Because like, yeah, like you said, the whole format for everything is just changed, man. But like, well, you see the change in SNL. A lot of less of it is live. A lot of it's pre-recorded. They do a lot of CGI stuff now. They've changed the. St- it's not all live anymore, but. We we were we grew up in a heyday where content had to be earned. I kind of miss those days mm. a little bit. It's nice that it, content there was, everywhere. There was worth you, yeah. To it. It was yeah. worth to it. You had to like go out and buy a CD or a, yeah. a tape or like you had to go get and like this. You had to rent. A, I remember spending like hours walking around a, oh, for sure. a blockbuster arguing with my brother what to rent. Yeah. yeah, and and you wouldn't pull out your phone to be like what to get on uh, IMDb or yeah. Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. You're like you're like. I, oh. I I saw a poster for that once. Yeah. Let's grab I really it. I want to see that movie. Oh, sorry, we're out of the copies. Yeah, like what? Yeah. It's gone. You have to wait three days and come back. And wow, those were crazy days. I it's something like just nostalgic about it. Yeah, it makes my heart warm. Even yeah. though like we're talking yeah. about being annoyed yeah. in a video yeah. store. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. literally, oh, now, remember I couldn't get that game I wanted. Now like, everything that ever existed is accessible from everything. I can watch anything I want on my phone yeah. right now. I can watch Nordberg right now if I wanted to off my phone. Probably watch this podcast. <laughs> Someone's filming it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. probably a surveillance camera. Yeah. Hacking yeah. Now, do you think SNL would be a lot better if it was daily? I, I think um, they'd have to hire way more writers. Of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think Daily Show and Colbert Report were daily SNLs a little bit. That's true. It was, it was more like the weekend update. I miss Colbert Report to this day, and everyone I see all the time on the on the on the. That show's great. Colbert is not doing as well as people like the ratings are kind of down on the late show with mm-hmm. Stephen Colbert because it's not him. The Colbert Report was an amazing yeah. show. He was like a character for fucking five plus years, like more than that. More, but like yeah. Daily Show also has kind of lost some. I don't like the new Daily Show guy as well. I don't like him. Yeah, I haven't watched it in years since uh, I used to watch John Stewart. All the oh, I'm gonna get a fresh beverage. I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. When you when you come back, we'll wrap it up too. Hey, can you send deep? Yeah, get anyone. Thanks. You said a. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I don't know though, like uh, I think uh something like SNL could benefit from being a daily show because by the time it gets to Saturday, all those jokes are exhausted online. Mm-hmm. You know, d- all the daily humor stuff, it's already been on no one really cares. Yeah. The only people watching are the people who they're like old school diehard SNL viewers. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, and even like make it shorter, maybe just a couple skits a day. Yeah. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah. Cut out all that cheesy shit they do and just. Maybe weekly night live. Yeah, and and it could be half hour and hit hard with, you know, what is in the news right now or like hit that debate. By the time, if the debate's on Tuesday and you're doing Saturday Night Live. No one cares anymore. It's just like, okay. Everybody already made all the, the same jokes. Right. Friends and, right. and the internet plus YouTube. Exactly. And, yeah. So yeah. it's 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 stiff competition now, yeah. and you just got to keep up. They got to do it like South Park. They wait till the last minute and then write an episode. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, which is... Week of... You know, and that's... It, it, kudos to their writers to be able to do that, because that's... 
that's that's skill, you know. Did you watch the documentary on that? No, I didn't see it. It's called like something like Six Days to Air or Seven Days to Air, and it's just them like they got a week to go, not an idea. They're in a room and they're just like, okay. What the fuck are we gonna do? And nobody has ideas. And then they just like just start throwing out like little nice. Things. And then as they sit in this room, there's another room of people just on computers, just waiting, just waiting to draw something. And then they're like, "Okay, we got this. Can you get Cartman to do this and this?" And then they come back. Wow, that's crazy. And they just layer it. It's a fucking wicked documentary. And they hand in the tape to Comedy Central like the day like- of. Hours like before morning. air. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. It's actually like super inspiring. It's cool to see. That's that. awesome. But like, that's why their fucking jokes are so current. Yep. Like, some days, yep. like, a thing will happen a day before it airs. It's like, how the fuck is that in a cartoon already? Like, yeah. They yeah. Just, they're on it. Like, it's crazy. They've been doing that with the election this year. I think they're kind of like, uh, writing the show as it goes on, like, same style. Smart, though. It's smart. So, that's how you keep viewers, keep them. You know, wanting to watch and yeah, and it's like a long like what they're doing with the season. It's like longer, episodic. Like each one has like kind of like a cliffhanger, and then yeah, I don't even know if they know where it's going because then it's <laughs> well, the news like, hasn't like, happened yet. Yeah, 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 it's just like oh, okay, like just winging it. I love it. So, Sandy, you're back, and I'm thinking we should wrap this up. But uh, fellas, yeah, what did we learn today? Um, Ira doesn't feel comfortable murdering women, which I kind of am super shocked by. That's nice. Uh, that's white, white women. White women. We learned. <laughs> <laughs> the look I just gave him was like. Yeah, this needs to be a video show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the mannerisms are half the thing. Because yeah. <laughs> I think historically, black guys have a lot of aggression to work out towards white women, I guess. <laughs> I'm only half. I'm sure, I'm sure that's why the sex is amazing. It's a lot of aggression they got to work out. Is that a question? Also, I learned. I'm only half uh, black, man. Jazz music. Hey, half black but all Jewish. All right, don't ever forget that. That's it. Uh, I gotta, I gotta work on my bars for my upcoming rap battle. My MC name I told you was going to be India Pale Ale. I forgot to mention that, which I'm going to enjoy being. That's dope. Uh, Dan Gibbs is just Dan Gibbs. Dan Gibbs is just no Dan Gibbs. Gibbs. Obi Trice. We try. I gotta write that down. Yeah. We we also learned that jazz music will just make you randomly fuck at times. Oh, well, we all knew that. Jazz has been getting people laid for years. Yeah, that is that is true. Uh, look at Miles Davis, baby. Oh, Miles Davis is fucking the man. I, I mean, jazz is uh, music underrepresented in the city. I gotta say, I wish there was more jazz around. Not just the city, in the world, man. Well, we got OJ carrying the flag right now. Yeah. I'm going to New Orleans in January. I'm so excited, actually. Shit. OJ's not allowed there. Is he not allowed? Oh, because the hotel robbery. Is that the whole thing? Or is that, am I thinking Vegas that happened to him? It's because he's a murderer. Oh, okay. <laughs> Alleged murderer. But he definitely did murder her and get away with it. That's how you know black people are- I know from experience. <laughs> you lip to the plot line. You st- like, uh, you don't know about this, but I actually shadowed OJ for a few weeks to get into the mindset of the murderer yeah. and the Very role. Nice. Yeah. Method- I'm a method actor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think he yeah. definitely did murder her, and I think it has something to do with the progressive head injuries football players experience. Mm. I think he's just loose in the no, head a bit. There's a serious study on that, too. When, yeah, the, the wrestler, Chris Benoit, yeah. um, he murdered his family, too, out of nowhere. Oh, that was a gnarly one, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, then, what made it so gnarly? What was it? I don't remember this. And thing. then um, the doctors started looking into that right after that big incident and like some other shit that was going on that year that's when they first started looking into 
the brain function in, in yeah. concussions. Yeah, Will and Smith they, is uh, behind the research on that, I think. Yeah, like yeah. They, yeah. Out, yeah. they found out. Actually, that was the Fresh Prince. Yeah, just <laughs> with football players acting wacky like that, wrestlers yeah. and stuff. Like, that's the reason, like, concussions and, like, everything like that. And WE, they banned chair shots to the head, where back in the day, just everybody's getting steel in the face. And, oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, there was some ridiculous. That was like rite of passage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, I didn't like you as a performer unless you took a couple chairs yeah. and fell through a table or something. But... Do you guys ever do that as a kid growing up? Like, we had we threw our own WrestleManias. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, and, like, and there was some injuries as, but, like, kids and, like... You were you were running the, some of those moves with the chair and jumping on people and shit. And yeah, like, and they they had they always had the commercial. It's like, yo, don't try this at home. And then we're all just watching the pay per view. It's like, yo, we can do this at home, man. <laughs> 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 <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking jumping I, off the couch. Yeah, I remember. Uh, have you ever seen this match? It's uh, Mick Foley and Undertaker, oh, and they're in the, the cage, and he throws them off the cage, and there's like thumbtacks or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we yeah, watched yeah. that, and me and my boys got amped. Like we were fucking beating the shit out of. We did the, we did in the backyard that same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So we had like this whole setup. And you didn't do thumbtacks, but oh my we did, god. We did, okay, we so so well. so we did we didn't do thumbtacks. But my buddy had a big box of Legos, and he went, he's got the tacks, and poured it all over the floor. Like, so there's tiny pieces of Lego, and my buddy, like, my other friend, like, took a suplex onto it. I was just like, ah! <laughs> Legos, okay, listen, I we did the thumbtacks. You just got to wear a flannel shirt, and then it doesn't really go through all the weight. Oh, if you were thick enough, like, it worked out on a buddy. It was less, Legos can really hurt you, I think, in that situation. There's, like, multiple protrusions. If you got one piece that's vertical. Wait, wait, are you saying Lego hurts more than thumbtacks through flannel? If you're wearing more than one layer, yes. I, no, thumbtacks destroys Lego. <laughs> what kind of shit are you into, bro? <laughs> Ladies, uh, if you're listening. Listen, don't talk about someone pouring wax on my nipples. Or uh, India Pale Ale is into uh, thumbtacks. Listen, I'm into providing pleasure. That's what I'm into. Yeah. What's the date of the King of the Dot Prove Yourself show again? 29th, and please don't come. Uh, I'm going to murder someone. I don't want any witnesses. Yeah, shout out to you guys. Shout out to Gully TK throwing it on. And everything. Yeah, it's shout out to organic. organic. Shout out to the King of the Dot squad. Yeah. We're in a world now that Cubs are in the World Series. Anything is fucking possible. Trump's so. about to be president. Let's hope not, but hey, he's got some good <laughs> ideas. I mean... Uh, yeah, that wall? Mm. I, I, I mean, want the Cubs to win. I want Trump to win. Fuck it, I don't have to live... Th- this is going to get me in trouble. Yeah. Fuck it, I don't have to live there. Let it burn, motherfuckers. <laughs> Let's end this. <laughs> We've been around. <laughs> All right, uh, this is a shout-out from the rest of the podcast. Want to give it out to the one final name? What's the name of the crew? Um, the podcast? Yeah. The Creative Imbalanced Podcast. We're definitely imbalanced. I don't know about the creative part. We are imbalanced. But guys, thanks for joining me, too. This was a lot of fun. Oh, Dude, this is coming, our pleasure. We're coming back, man. We'll we're be back. back. We'll be back here next Sunday, every Sunday we're for the rest of our lives. We're do a part two, saying We got a good dynamic, the three of us. It's yeah. Good. It's good shit. Who's the guest next week? Want to give people the shout out? What's, what's the um, situation? I got two people I'm talking to right now, and nothing's confirmed, but oh, go- they g- will g- see. G- give us a clue. It might be music related. Okay. Well, all right. Be prepared for me and Ira to show up just randomly and just come and do interviews. Yeah, anytime, well. man. We should start a second show. I can ask Earth. Yeah, let's start a second Maybe I'll, show. Maybe I'll do my normal one, and then we can just have us ranting about, like... He's like, looking for content. Wh- killing white bitches and shit. And me reviewing the... I'll I'm write, good like, at that. I'll write up three or four topics we'll just talk about. That's we'll it. do it up. Shout out to Girth Radio, baby. Yeah, cheers, guys. Shout, Shout out to Girth Radio one more time. 
and the name of the bar one more time. Pacific Junction Hotel. There is no hotel here. Let me repeat. There is no hotel. (laughs) You can come here, but you can't stay, baby. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You must go home. All right, guys. Have a good night. Yeah, that concludes our episode. Uh, That was a really fun one. I love their dynamic there. Definitely in the future, I'm going to have them both in the studio just for whenever I feel like some quality random banter. Once again, I want to thank Girth Radio and the Pacific Junction Hotel for making this podcast possible. Also, if you're interested in checking out that rap battle Sandeep's about to dive into, that is this Saturday, October 29th. The event is called Road to GZ. It's uh, presented by King of the Dot, and it's uh, pretty much just a prove-yourself event, which means it's uh, a lot of tryout battles, and uh, I'm not sure if some of these are like going to be lots of first-timers, but either way, it's going to be fun, and Sandeep and my boy Dan Gibbs are going to go toe-to-toe in the staff battle, which is going to be hilarious. So that is this Saturday, October 29th at Club Nocturne, I believe. Yes, let me double check. Yes, it's there. And in conclusion, the biggest thank you for checking out this episode. Uh, I'm loving being back in the studio here. It's just, it feels right. I feel like I got some momentum. The last episode did really well. Lots of shares and stuff like that. And so if you're one of the people who did that, thank you. And if you're a first-time listener, please uh, like the Facebook group. Follow Girth Radio on all social media to keep track of what i'm doing around here hope all is well on your end and i'll catch you next week there are men and there are giants girth radio bass and stills in the building flash the camera i'ma drop the hammer things done change the hip-hop since then bobby out the slammer Hip-hop start on the east coast and then move west now down to Bama I'ma bring it back to New York, hold those bus and throw your hands up Pass me a cup of the goose in the club with the juice and the bug get bent out Then I'ma slide with a dime to my ride and head up to my penthouse Oh, I'm not trying to take it slow, working hard, caking dough Open up 24, we striving for that gold I'll stop for nothing, I will play this game That's so easily started, not so
chlorum, e pluribus unum. They changing climates and replacing humans in fracking soils, wild bordeaux and forests. But they can't defeat us, they could not destroy us. And nicotine for the average team. CFOs are after cream. GMOs extracting cheese with everyone on my TV. Yeah. Yeah.